0: Hello. And welcome back to Small Screen Stories. This is the show where I go over all the news in the world of entertainment and pop culture. All these stories are taken from Small Screen, that's at small-screen.co.uk. And I'm the editor of Small Screen, I'm Edward Lauder. Uh, you can follow me over at EJ Lauder. If you like what we do here, please like and subscribe, that'd be really wonderful. And that's on YouTube, and if you can follow the Facebook page, like the Facebook page, follow us any- anywhere and everywhere on social media at Small Screen Co, that's on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter, and you can also listen to this as a podcast i put this out as a podcast later in the day and that's you can find that wherever you get your podcasts at small screen stories and if you're listening on apple podcasts then give us five stars that'd be really wonderful Right, let's just get straight into the news of the day and the biggest news of, uh, well not the day, this is of uh, from Friday, Saturday, Sunday, Monday so there's quite a lot to get through so I'm going to really rush through all of it so not too much discussion on things, I'm sorry about that. But the very first thing to go over is that Johnny Depp is set to star alongside Winona Ryder in Tim Burton's Beetlejuice 2. So I actually got this story from The Express which is where I used to work but they're quoting uh, an unnamed Hollywood source who told them that yes, that it looks very much like uh, Johnny Depp, and uh, Johnny Depp is going to be coming back for well, not coming back. He's going to be part of Beetlejuice Two, which was uh, it was rumored that that was happening quite a while ago. So back in two thousand fifteen, um, uh, Winona Ryder, who's also said to be coming back for the for the movie, uh, was speaking to this to Seth Meyers on his show. And uh, during, whilst, um, sorry, whilst she was on that show, she actually revealed that they're working on it, that the script's being written. So the script actually has been written, but Tim Burton at the moment uh, is working on the Addams Family TV show, which I think is going to come out first. But then it looks like his, um, the thing he's going to be making after that is, is Beetlejuice 2. So this is the, qu- the quote from the source. Tim Burton is finally making a Beetlejuice sequel and giving Johnny Depp a prominent role in the film. So I mean, this is pretty exciting, you know. She said she, uh, Winona Ryder, back in 2015, told Seth Meyers that she doesn't know much more than anybody else, but she did confirm that it's happening. So this has been on and off for quite some time, but it looks like it's going to be back on. And um, moving away from that bit of the news and onto an exclusive of ours, which is that this, when I heard about this happening, I was asking around, and um, I can now confirm that um that Michael Keaton is going to be coming back as Guys, who's the um the character he played in the first Beetlejuice movie uh yeah he's going to be coming back for Beetlejuice 2 this is one of the things that a lot of people when i posted the story about Johnny Depp were asking about so i did ask around and then um, uh, the the source that i've worked with on a, on multiple occasions did say Beetlejuice 2 is happening i can't say anything about Depp's involvement but what i can confirm is that Michael Keaton will be back in the film as Beetle Beetlejuice, Beetlegoose, I don't know how you pronounce it that way. I think it is Beetlejuice, it's just a different a different spelling. Uh, I'll bring that up here for you guys. So here you go, that's the first quote. And then I pu- I pressed the source for a bit more information, and then they said, it looks like Tim Burton will be directing the film, but it might not start filming for a while. Uh, one of the things I've heard since is that, yes, it will be the Adams Family first. That's the thing he seems to be very keen on making, which m- also... At the moment, it looks like Johnny Deppson talks to to be in that, uh, and that will be. We don't know quite where it's going to be coming yet. I think I'm pretty sure it'll probably end up on Netflix, but we don't we don't know at the moment. So then I, I just pressed um some other sources about this, and they they did say that they did confirm that Michael Keaton would be back, but they didn't want to be quote um direct directly quoted, which is fine. So this is something that I've been uh, really really excited about for a very long time. So. I'm just, I'm just glad it's happening. I'm glad that people are excited about it. I'm glad that Tim Burton is doing it. So just let me know what you guys think in the comments. You can comment right now if you're on. I'm, I am following the comments on YouTube. But if you want to comment on the Facebook video as well, that's fine. That would be really, really great, actually. So let me know what you guys think. Right, moving on. And moving on to some delay news. So I'm just going to go through the things that at the moment are confirmed to have been delayed. So, well, that's No Time to Die and uh, and uh, Morbius. So Morbius has been delayed to 2020, 2022 and No Time's been delayed to October 2021. So that's quite a big delay. That's basically a year now for all over a year, even for No Time to Die. That's been delayed. And Morbius is also in that bracket. And it looks very much like Black Widow will also be delayed. At the moment, it's coming out in, in May, but I'm pretty sure that's going to be delayed by Marvel Studios because it looks like... You know, things aren't going quite the way they wanted with the, the vaccines. People can't get enough, you know, well, <laughs> governments can't get enough of these vaccines, which is terrible. And um, and I think the delay is going to continue on into 2022. I'm not sure if we're going to see any movies coming out this year. I'm going to be completely honest with you. Uh, I know that's a real bummer, but at the moment, that's, what it's, that's the way it's going, which is just a shame. Let me know what you guys think about that in the comments below. Do you think these films should be delayed or do you think they should just release them on streaming services? I'm personally more in the camp of just waiting for them to be released in cinemas. I do really want to see these films. I want to, I'm want desperate to see No Time to Die. I really want to see Black Widow. I even want to see Morbius. I want to see Venom 2. You know, all these films I want to see. Uh, but I, I think it's best for the industry as a whole if they just wait and put them in cinemas but it looks like warner brothers is doing something different we do have uh um godzilla vs kong which is coming which that trailer was brilliant by the way uh that was a really really good trailer i really really loved that trailer i wasn't a big fan of godzilla king of the monsters but I was, I'm a massive fan of the first Godzilla film, which is a Gareth Edwards' film, and a brilliant movie. Uh, I thought Kong Skull, um, Kong Skull Island was pretty good as well. I, I, it's not as good as Godzilla, but I thought I enjoyed it. But this upcoming film... Even though we've had a real blip with the uh, King of the Monsters, but this upcoming film Godzilla vs Kong looks brilliant, and it looks like um, Mechagodzilla is going to be the villain. At least that's what I I gathered from the trailer. But there are some other uh, theories out there at the moment. Uh, but yeah, well, let me know what you think about the um, about the uh, the delays. I know it's annoying, but it's something we've got to we got to live with at the moment, unfortunately. Yeah, let me know. Right, moving on and moving on to the news that Josh Brolin is reportedly returning as to play Thanos. Not just Thanos though, it's also being rumoured that he's going to be playing uh, Cable. So the rumour that he's going to be playing Cable in the MCU comes from Giant Freaking Robot, and um, there we you can go to the article over on Small Screen now. Uh, there's a lot more information on on the in these articles on Small Screen than what I'm going to go over in this live. I'm just going to go over things quite quickly. But um, yeah, the the Thanos uh, story was actually basically confirmed by uh, comic book writer uh, Jim Starling, who was on um, a podcast, uh, the comicbook.com's podcast, Phase Zero, which is actually a really good podcast. You should check that out. If you have the time, you should definitely check that one out. And uh, he was asked about it, and he actually said, uh, I'll just get his quote up, I believe I heard some rumors he's coming back in different things. I think I've heard uh, heard confirmed from Marvel Studios uh, is that He's going to be at least a guest appearance inside Eternals. So he's going to be around. It's not anything I'm making up. It's something I've read somewhere. So it sounds like, um, yeah, he's going to be coming back as Thanos. It was something that we were wondering about for quite some time now. Is, is, you know, is he coming back? Is Thanos coming back to the MCU? Well, it looks like he is, which is kind of, it's like a no-brainer, but also a bit weird because aren't we going to get a new Big Bad? I think we are. I think it's just going to be one of those kind of very quick cameos Uh, as far as Cable's concerned is he coming back in Deadpool 3 possibly but it's a bit weird that they bring back both characters you know what I thought Cable was really good and I thought he was really good as Cable in uh in Deadpool 2 so we'll just have to wait and see on that one that giant freaking robots can saying that that's confirmed basically that he's coming back as Cable I'm not so sure but We'll just have to wait. And see. So we do know that Deadpool 3 is in the works. It is going to be set in the MCU. It is going to be R-rated. So they definitely could bring back their scope for to bring back the character. And there's a lot of scope to bring back Thanos. I think they do actually need to bring back Thanos. So let me know what you guys think about that in the comments below. Right, moving on. And um, we've heard, so one bit of news is that Brie Larson is rumored to have joined Thor, Love and Thunder's cast. Uh, that comes from Daniel Rickman, so maybe take that with a pinch of salt. Uh, he's also saying that Tony Stark and Reed, Reed Richards will meet in the MCU, even though Tony Stark's dead in the MCU. But again, it's kind of these things never last. Like characters don't stay dead for very long, so Tony Stark might end up coming back in some form. We all already heard that Chris Evans is coming back as Captain America, so why not bring back, to, uh, you know, Robert Downey Jr as Tony Stark um, we've also heard rumors that Alfred Molina will be returning as Doctor Octopus after Spider-Man 3 so that's been that again is from Daniel Rickman uh, that's something that I think probably could happen but I'm a bit more in the camp of um, thinking that Alfred Molina is only going to be doing one film as Doctor Octopus and maybe a very short scene in Spider-Man 3 apparently he was filming and he'd fin- he's finished filming so that one maybe take with a pinch of salt uh then the more marvel news is that marvel's rumored to be rebooting the punisher but will keep john bernthal so this uh comes from giant freaking robot uh they're claiming that the that the john bernthal is going to be playing the punisher which is something that we broke a couple of weeks ago um which is great news you know i love that news i'm a big fan of john bernthal i think he's perfect as the as the punisher i don't think anybody else could play that role so why not bring him over to the MCU? A lot of people are saying that they're going to reboot these characters. So a couple of days ago, we're saying that Charlie Cox is um, Matt Murdock. Daredevil is going to be rebooted, but they're going to use Charlie Cox. And now we're hearing that uh, John Bernthal's The Punisher is going to be rebooted. What I think is what I've said this before, and I, I know a lot of people, a lot of you guys have, you've been commenting about this on the videos, which is great, by the way. Thank you so much for commenting. Um, but apparently uh they're just not going to reference um the the marvel netflix shows so it's not so much like a reboot it's it's more i suppose the best way to, it's just it's just the character that they've played they'll play them in the same way they just won't reference everything that went on in those shows which is i think the the logical way to to move forward Let me know what you guys think about that in the comments below. A final bit of Marvel movie news is that Jim Carrey is rumored to be in talks for Rolf in the MCU. So this comes from We Got This Covered. And the thing about this is that We Got This Covered literally has, well, not literally, but should really have a category uh, on their site called Jim Carrey because they love to write about Jim Carrey. Uh, I get it. Jim Carrey's great. I'm a big Jim, Jim Carrey fan, but they literally have him up for every role under the sun, especially involving comic book movies. I've seen them talk about him being up for the role of the Joker. I've seen them talk about him being up for the role of the Riddler. And now they're talking about him being in the MCU. They've actually talked about this before in the past, saying he's in talks to play a villain in the MCU, which, you know, what I'd be totally down for. Uh, I think that would be funny. I think that would be quite interesting casting. I think, actually, Jim Carrey's a very good dramatic actor, so I think he'd be a good actor to bring in. I'm just saying, prefacing this by saying... Well, not prefacing, but I'm saying, take this with a pinch of salt. I'm not sure about the providence of... Uh, um of of this rumor uh, it's a rumor at the moment so it's not confirmed everything is a rumor until officially confirmed um another thing they've been talking about so this is moving away from marvel is that Colin Farrell is rumored to be playing the penguin in um, more batman related projects so they're claiming that he's going to be playing the penguin in either like a batman spin-off s- series which we know there is one coming it's coming to hbo max or a movie um so it makes sense that he will be playing penguin again whether it's in like a sequel um or a tv show i don't know I, ha- I haven't personally had any confirmation about that sort of stuff so i can't tell you whether it's happening or not but it makes sense it's one of those things that they put up there and they're like yeah this is by a 90 percent chance of happening so we'll write about it i'm not Again, i'm not so sure that it's really something that's they've got i mean they might have a source i don't know i don't know i don't i don't really want to say too much about that because a lot of a lot of the stuff I write about does come from them but the thing is if I don't write about it and it ends up being true then I'm kind of I'm kind of the idiot because they did they did say it was going to happen. I do pick and choose sometimes with what what they what they claim to be a, a scoop or you know. There are places that I really do trust uh, sources like Mikey Sutton I think is a really good place to go. Um, I I thought well deadline variety the hollywood reporter all those sorts of places yes um cinema blend is another one that i really do trust the playlist is another one so you know the rap mm, y- yes and no um disney insider actually is a place uh, that i really do i if you if you're looking for scoops and if you want you know to trust them small screen of course we we, we do our very best to keep everything above board but um the rap is a, is a Pretty Disney Insider, sorry, is a pretty good place. Also, uh, what well, I was thinking of others, I'm basically promoting other sites, which is you know, I'm one of the people that I just don't care if people take my my <laughs> my exclusives, and um, that's great. Uh, but I, I I'm not really in it for the glory. I'm just in it for the excitement and. Um, they're good places to look if you want to if you want to find some interesting little stories. There are, there is some there is some clickbait out there. Comicbook.com is an, another good one, actually. I'm pretty sure I've forgotten a few, and I'm sorry if I have. But there are lots there are lots of different sites out there. Um, maybe if you want to stick to the trades, which is de- uh, Deadline, uh, the Variety, the Hollywood Reporter, then do so. Entertainment Tonight as well. They they have some scoops. Anyway, moving on from that, and moving on to another thing that came from. We got this covered, which is Jude Law's reportedly being eyed to play an alternative version of the Joker. Again, this is another one of their things where they claim that all these different actors are up for different versions of the Joker. So do take that with a pinch of salt. Right, moving on. And moving on to an actual you know, confirmed bit of news is that Zack Snyder revealed he left the Justice League because he was tired of fighting Warner Brothers over the film. So... He left Justice League back in 2017. And one of the main reasons why they cited him leaving, one of the main reasons cited for him leaving, sorry, was that he, because his daughter very sadly took her own life and he wanted to be with his family, which is true. That is very much true. But CinemaBlend's Sean O'Connell um, again Cinema Blend is a very good source uh, I really do recommend you go and check the, uh, their site out, you probably do already if you're here. Um, release the Snyder Cut is his book that's coming out in March I believe so coinciding with the release of, uh, of the Snyder Cut and he actually revealed uh, that he did, what well, in, in that book he did an interview and he, and he, and he um, shared a bit of the interview on Cinema Blend and this is what uh, Zack Snyder had to say in the, during the interview so you yeah, go. There's the quote for you guys to see. Um, I was just kind of done with it. I was in this place of knowing my family needs me more than this bullshit. Sorry, and I just need need to honor them and to do the best I can to heal that. That I believe he says, is it that world? He says. But well, I was thinking that wound. But I had no energy to fight the studio uh, and fight for the movie. Literally zero energy for that. I really think that's the main thing. I think there's a different there's a different world where I stayed and kind of tried. Uh, I'm sure I could have, but because every movie is a fight, right? I used to do that. Uh, sorry, I was used to that, uh, but I just did not have the energy. There was no fight in me, and uh, sorry, I had been beaten by what was going on in my life, and I just didn't want to. I didn't care. That was kind of where I was. So it's kind of, he's saying that, you know, it was a fight. It was a fight to get this movie made. And that's pretty much well reported that they, they did fight, uh, that him and, um, and the studio really didn't see eye to eye as far as um, Justice League was concerned. So they brought in um, <laughs> Joss Whedon, and the rest is history. Now, talking of, of, of Warner Brothers getting making uh, filmmakers annoyed, uh, Christopher Nolan is reportedly breaking up with Warner Brothers uh, after the HBO Max debacle. So... This, is, uh, this was uh, the Wall Street Journal published this, and they said he's unlikely to work with Warner Brothers again. And it's all because of what they did with HBO Max, releasing all the 2021 blockbusters uh, simultaneously on XB- HBO Max and in cinemas, which is, re- is really, really annoyed uh, filmmakers, but also other studios such as Lion- uh, Lionsgate. Uh, they fund a lot of uh, Warner Brothers movies and, and Legendary. Uh, sorry, not Lionsgate, Legendary, um, and Legendary, I believe, uh, basically paid for June. Um, so there's been, um, I think they settled outside of court. I believe it's like two hundred fifty million. Warner Brothers had to pay Legendary for that film, or you know, because they're releasing on HBO Max. So people aren't, they're not very happy with uh, with Warner Brothers. Um, Denis Villeneuve uh, did a big article about it. It was really interesting. You should go and read it. I believe it was in Variety. He did it. Um. And it looks like Christopher Nolan's done with Warner Brothers. So what does that mean? Well, it means he's got to find another studio that will fund his films. I'm pretty sure he will do. You know, there's like Paramount, Universal, they might work with him. Disney might work with him. I'm pretty sure they'd all love to work with him. But the thing is that he does like to have creative control. And he needs a lot. His films need a lot of money, and that Warner Brothers were very, very willing to do that because they made a lot of money out of one another. Uh, so Warner Brothers will be really upset about this, and I'm pretty sure Christopher Nolan's got a lot of offers. <laughs> right. Moving on, Killian um, Murphy is going to return as Tommy Shelby in a Peaky Blinders movie. So full disclosure, I don't watch Peaky Blinders. I've got a lot of other stuff to watch, but I think season six is going to be the last season, and then the creator revealed that they're thinking of doing a movie and it's going to be focused on Thomas Shelby who's played by Killian Murphy which is I think a good way to end the show so end it with season six and then have a movie as, as a, a, final, a final kind of goodbye to those characters I, I think that's a pretty good way of doing it um, whether or not they're going to do like spin-offs with characters I think they said no to that I think they just wanted to do this season then the film then be done with it but let me know what you guys think about that in the comments below right Uh, Robert Rodriguez is working on an animated um, From *Dust Till Dawn TV show I love the movie From *Dust Till Dawn I think it's brilliant It stars George Clooney and Quentin Tarantino And um, yeah, it looks like Robert Rodriguez Is going to be making an animated version of that film Um, So he was talking about this with um, SFX Magazine And he just said that he has his own television network Uh, Sorry, over there I have my own television network so i had a television network here and i needed to create programming so quentin tarantino and i still control the rights to it so i went oh wow well, i'd love to expand the story of um pandan pandemonium and the whole aztec vampire law for my network and then internationally it was put out as a netflix original uh, i think it was probably how you saw it but here it was an original series for my television network action television network called el Rey which is you know the place where they're trying to get the end of From Dust Till Dawn so it fits perfectly that's originally why we did did it so we did three seasons of that and he also so but he, they they were just that was the talking about the From Dust Till Dawn TV show that he did a couple of years ago and um, and yeah and then he he went on to reveal that uh, they they're now working toward sorry looking towards and in development of an animated Dust Till Dawn and apparently they're the first person to hear that, uh, the magazine. And um, that's really interesting, I think. I think it's a really interesting form. Um, the, uh, Robert Rodriguez is just, he's so, so good. And um, I'm pretty excited to see what he does with this. Uh, again, its he's pretty much officially confirmed it. So we'll just have to wait and see what happens. Uh, Moving on and uh, a little bit of uh, Liam Neeson news here and that's that Liam Neeson uh, revealed that he's going to retire from action movies but there's a caveat is that a lot of people were like oh my god this is so upsetting you know he's he's a great action movie um, or actor uh, which he is he is really really good in in his action films I've loved him in the likes of Taken all the first Taken was brilliant the other ones you can kind of leave them but like Cold Pursuit I really love the Commuter sorry I thought was really good I love the A-Team, Unknown, Nonstop. Walk on the Tombstones wasn't great, uh, Run All Night wasn't fantastic, but The Grey was brilliant. The Grey was a really, really good film. And uh, he was talking to Entertainment Tonight and he said, uh, I'm uh, 68 and a half, 69 this year. So there's a couple more that I'm going to do, which will be coming out this year, hopefully, COVID allowing us. And there's a couple in the pipeline and then I think that'll be probably it. He said this multiple times. He said he's calling it quits on action movies a lot and then he just ends up doing a lot more. So take that with a pinch of salt. I think he'll be doing action movies for a couple of years like to come, I'm pretty sure. Right, uh, Lucasfilm is reportedly planning on making the Mandalorian universe as big as the MCU. So this actually again i think this is, comes from daniel rickman and this is a no-brainer we already know they're doing this so i just thought it was quite funny because i was like well we know they're making the ahsoka tano show we know they're making range to the new republic we know you know we know these things and these are the boba fett um series as well uh you know book of the book of boba fett so these are all shows which are spin-offs of the mandalorian and we know there are going to be more to come the, all those other shows, maybe not Rangers of the New Republic, but the Ahsoka show and uh, the Book of Boba Fett are going to be mini-series, they're going to be limited series so I'm pretty sure they're going to be doing the, the Mandalorian as the main kind of the Avengers type um, shows or show, and then around that we're going to get some spin-offs some s- shorter, you know not not as long seasons, limited seasons of other things, and uh, it'll be great, it'll be fantastic and I can't wait to see them. More Star Wars movie news. is This comes from Making, uh, making Star Wars. Is that Jar Jar Binks is rumoured to be returning for the Obi-Wan Kenobi series. And apparently have a beard according to uh, Making Star Wars. That's a... I, I wasn't expecting them to bring him back. Making Star Wars is very Star Wars centric. And they tend to be pretty much spot on with their... I believe so. Uh, another one I didn't mention earlier. Another outlet you should check out is Slash Film actually. They're, they're pretty good. But um, yeah, so is he returning well according to us to making stars he is i think it'd be a bit weird to see him back but i i'd like to see ahmed best come back and play him i think he was done a massive disservice it wasn't his fault the character was uh, you know was the way he was he was told to act that way and he was just under instructions and doing what george lucas wanted him to do um so people that that took it out on him for that it's just like mm, no I wasn't very happy about that. Um, Other Star Wars news is that Han Solo and Kira are rumoured to return in the Mandalorian universe, which is interesting. Uh, I'm not so sure if that's happening. I don't think Alden Ehrenreich wants to really play Han Solo again after what happens. I've heard there were plans to do stuff with Kira and Emily Clark, but those seem to have been kind of forgotten about. If they are going to be in something, I would assume it would be in the Lando series, which we still haven't officially heard whether that will actually feature Donald Glover or not, which is weird. I'm pretty sure it will, but there was no official confirmation of that. Um, so maybe take that with a pinch of salt, uh, um, I think. Uh, Paul Bettany has revealed that this week's episode of Vision, so episode four, will blow our minds. He revealed it, re- revealed this on Twitter, uh, responding to Chris Hewitt's tweet about how much he loved um, the show. Uh, the first three episodes are now up on Disney+. Episode three is brilliant. It's called Now in Color, and that's a really good episode. I'm a bit sad that they're releasing them weekly because they're they're not even 30 minutes long. And I I think I've told you guys before I don't like 30-minute long episodes. I like long episodes. And if they release them weekly, I'd rather them be longer. And if they're shorter, I'd rather them just release it all at once. But I know why they're doing this because it makes sense it's like a marketing strategy and it really really works the show i'm pretty sure performs better this way we saw with the boys season two which was released on amazon uh, prime video weekly and it did a lot better than season one season one was released all at once so it's i think it creates event television again which i do like i do like that aspect of it but it's just frustrating getting to the end of an episode and be like i just want to watch more which is really what happened at the end of episode three it looks like episode two according to uh Paul Bettany, who of course plays Vision, will blow our minds. So I'm pretty happy about that. Um, Finally, two little bits of news. (laughs) I say little. Uh, A live-action Harry Potter series is in development for HBO Max. So this was revealed exclusively by uh, The Hollywood Reporter. There have since been some kind of confusion over whether this is happening or not. Um, Apparently, Warner Brothers said this isn't happening, but it's The Hollywood Reporter. So I think, you know, you can trust them. Uh, The problem might have to do with jk rowling and the way people view her now which i'm not a big fan of to be honest i think you should keep harry potter and the creator kind of you know harry potter's a great franchise there's no reason not to make a harry potter show like especially if it's to do with people not liking jk rowling for what she said on twitter um that you know i don't want to get into all that here because this is just not the place for that as far as a Harry Potter TV show is concerned, I think it makes a lot of sense because HBO is really at the moment struggling. Um, and they've also again this come, this next bit of news which is to do with the Matrix spin-off show coming to HBO Max. That comes from giant freaking robots, so take that with a pinch of salt. But it seems as though HBO is trying to find ways to make their like um, out uh, kind of output more interesting for people because people aren't subscribing to HBO Max. Again, there are problems with HBO Max. The fact that it's not available in Europe is a massive problem, and that they're basically all their subscriber bases in the well it is all located in the United States, which is limited. So they can only have a certain amount of subscribers anyway. So they can never hit the two hundred million mark, which Netflix has just done. Um, so that's a problem. That that's that's a massive problem. Uh, but. They they need they don't have Game of Thrones anymore, which is another problem. So what the, what they can do is make a Harry Potter TV show, which makes sense. Make a Matrix TV show, which makes sense. Make a Batman TV show, which makes sense. They own all of these IPs, uh, so why not try and make good TV out of them? And uh, I, I think it could work. I think a Harry Potter TV show really would work. I think the medium actually, like the the story and and the world fits a TV show perfectly. It will go up against the likes of The Witcher and The Lord of the Rings. You know, the Witcher at Netflix, Lord of the Rings over at Amazon, and they're making those shows so they'll compete with those shows. They are making a Game of Thrones prequel show. That will be big as well, but they need other stuff. They need more content. They do have good content already, but they need more of it. They need more event content. So stuff like harry potter and the matrix then makes sense and the batman tv show also makes sense and with that i'll say goodbye thank you very much for watching sorry it was a bit of a whirlwind there was a lot to get through i'm glad i got through all of it uh let me know what you guys thought in the comments i'll just check to see if you've uh over on facebook maybe but it's like if you do have any comments do let me know uh you can also if you want to write for the site you can write for the site Oh, that rhymes maybe I should do something with that but if you if you want to you can uh, email me at hello at small-screen.co.uk with your pitches uh, we do pay our writers and I love 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 to have uh, people write for us that are passionate about things to do with pop culture of course don't come to me with uh, an idea on like music stuff or stuff we, we don't cover that sort of stuff we cover movies TV shows video games and comic books kind of but, you know superhero stuff really works TV stuff really works Netflix stuff really works all that stuff is great for the site and uh, we I love to give people a platform a voice for like young uh, enthusiastic writers and as, as I said before we do pay our writers uh, so that would be great and we've had some brilliant brilliant uh, articles written by some fabulous writers uh, Lydia James uh, Raven uh, all those people have been fantastic daniel you know uh, hamish as well you've written some great stuff so thank you very much and it makes me very very pleased and proud to see all of that stuff on the site and uh, if uh, if you'd like to follow us you can you can follow us at small screen co that's everywhere on on social media so facebook instagram and twitter and if you'd like and subscribe that'd be wonderful as well and listen to this as a podcast over a small screen stories wherever you get your podcasts five stars on apple Podcasts would be wonderful as well you can follow me at ej lauder on twitter and i'll see you guys in the next one thanks again guys and goodbye Peace.